है एवरी वन थैंक यू सो मच फॉर ट्यूरिंग इन टू माई पॉडकास्ट सो आई एब्सोल्यूटली नो डेट इट हैज़ बीन ओवर अ मंथ एवर सिंस आई पोस्टेड अ पॉडकास्ट विच आई एम सो सॉरी अबाउट बट दिस टाइम आई हैव समथिंग यूनिक फॉर यू सो आई कोलेबरेटेड विद माई फ्रेंड्स एंड वी हैव अ फ्रूटफुल डिस्कोर्स ओवर द टॉपिक कॉन्टरप्रन्योरशिप सो दिस अ लॉट टू गेन फ्रॉम द अपकमिंग कॉन्वर्सेशन सो डू लुक फॉर फॉर इट Hi. Hi everyone. Hi, Kushal. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited for today's session. Yeah. Thank you for you know joining us and uh, you know we have a great session for everybody that's watching us. Uh, I am Tarun Masapera, the founder and CEO of Project Eiffel, and I have with me uh, Kashish, who is from Girl Up Prerna, and we will be having Mahek uh, from Girl Up Med. Thank you for joining us, Mahek, and uh, thank you for coming Hi. on board. Hi, Mahek. Hi, Tarun. Hi, Kashish. Hi. Great. Awesome. We're really happy to have Tarun on board today. He's the founder of Project Eiffel, and that is that stands for Educate India Financially. Um, Tarun, will you let us know a little more about Project Eiffel? Yes, please. And uh, thank you so much once again to both of you for having me and joining us to have this great discussion. So, Project Eiffel was uh, something which I started working on in early 2021. and then it was in late may when i actually started you know with execution and uh, the main objective of project ifpl as it says educate india financially and you know we bring out financial literacy to the marginalized communities and to the youth of india we also focus on the global world as well so we bring in financial literacy webinars classes and session workshops and sessions to any country in the world and we have a special emphasis on the marginalized community because it is very important that they have an equal shot at access of quality education just like we do so that is the whole uh, um objective of project ifol and you know that's why i started it that's great yeah that's great to know thank you so much so um today we're going to talk about entrepreneurship and creative destruction i think kashish has a question that we really want to get started with so all right so my very first question to you is how how to differentiate between an entrepreneur and entrepreneurship uh so you know basically entrepreneurship is uh when you set up a business or you know some type of uh, organization from the very start and you take a very big financial risk or you um every business has a risk but you know this is something which you start by your own and in in the hope of having a profit and an entrepreneur as you know which is actually you know entrepreneur defines entrepreneurship and then in an entrepreneur is someone who starts his or own uh, his or her own business with the hope of getting a profit as well so entrepreneur might be the stakeholder or the person that runs an entrepreneurship okay so um tarun i have this one thing can you tell me the difference between an entrepreneur and a businessman great question that's the very uh, huge misconception that we have out there so an entrepreneur is someone as you know i just defined who starts his or her own business and you know they do it on their own idea it's something which is very original and it's you know in the, with the objective of making a, a profit or you know to benefit the society depends on what type of entrepreneurship we have but whereas a businessman is someone who already goes out on an established path and you know they're already following uh, something which is set out or you know i don't exactly like to use this word because like i don't exactly agree with it but it's someone who you know follows on with an unoriginal idea so that's how we differentiate between a businessman and an entrepreneur so an entrepreneur is something really innovative someone who has his right. own idea something new yes okay, exactly so um can you tell me about the types of entrepreneurs Yes uh you know we have um uh well one which i aspire to become i want to start off with that is a social entrepreneur so a social entrepreneur is uh, someone who works for the benefit of the society obviously with their own um original idea or uh whatever uh, vision that they have and it's for the benefit of the society just like you know project ifil how we uh educate people around the world uh, on financial literacy and then we have a lot of other types of entrepreneurship like innovation entrepreneurship which is completely based on a completely new idea like you know if you take uh, for example um i actually really like to use this example so it was back in 2015 or something when this one guy he started a concept called fitbit for fitbit for dogs 
it obviously yeah. failed you know it didn't exactly go to the market because he didn't brand it well but that is a great example of innovation in entrepreneurship because that was never there in the market and then you have big business entrepreneurship you have small business entrepreneurship you have a uh, scalable startup entrepreneurship which is you know once you start it it's you know it's basically a scale up where you want to go level step by step and uh, it's it spreads out these are the five types of entrepreneurship that we have okay moving on uh, can you tell me the characteristics of entrepreneurship yeah so uh, this is also you know probably you might be learning this if you take entrepreneurship in high school or you know if you're taking entrepreneurship in college as well uh, i'm going to start off with what i feel are you know great characteristics of an entrepreneurship and you know uh, they're going to come up with awareness creativity and innovation these are like the basis of entrepreneurship but uh, you know if you get into creativity a lot of um, it might be an artist or you know it might be any type of uh, visionary uh it's very important that you get very creative and innovative with on, when you're not only a businessman but an entrepreneur as well because that's how you stand out right and another um you know a characteristic about entrepreneurship is uh how we really stand out from the crowd as i mentioned right now but um let me find the word the motivation or execution of an entrepreneur is much different when you compare it to a regular businessman and the vision the passion the mission all those you know technical terms that you have in your branding statements those really differ from a entrepreneur and a businessman as well and it's also the decision the decision making is very different when it comes to an entrepreneur and um a businessman so the confidence decision making vision passion and uh, motivation are like five basic or you know major characteristics of any entrepreneur that was a great explanation thanks yeah do you feel that these skills need to be there in every other person it i mean there should be some kind of entrepreneurship skills in every person it's good to good way to survive in this world that we have a business world well you know um, everybody's different so uh, we can't expect everybody to you know be an entrepreneur and nor will the world succeed if we get everybody to be an entrepreneur because sometimes you need uh, players on both sides of the field so uh, entrepreneurship is actually a very very good skill or you know state of mind because um, if you do that that means you're very independent right and you're also promoting creativity and you're uh, promoting individual thought process and all that so the one major uh, thing i would like to answer you know keeping india in mind uh, with our audience is that if you have a country like india which is uh, set out with a lot of small and medium scale enterprises and you promote entrepreneurship the, in terms of economy it is very good because you know you can we can propel and revive our economy we can bring it out of the global uh, the the, uh, the recession that we're in right now because rather than having two 5000 crore companies i would have 5002 crore companies right because that also promotes a lot a lot of employment and it promotes self start and a lot of originality so i would really want to promote entrepreneurship and it is very important to have an entrepreneurship as well but it is also equally important and you know we should also give proper uh, respect and uh, there should be awareness to the already established businesses out there and probably from that you can take inspiration or you know you can guide on sides of entrepreneurship from there okay right so, so what are the basic skills uh, should an entrepreneur acquire this is also you know a lot of people ask this question and you know uh you have very like even in the game of business or entrepreneurship since we're talking about entrepreneurship you have people coming from different backgrounds and you know some of them they play by the book some of them don't play by the book and a lot of them succeed by not you know going by the rules because they stand out you know they're doing what they believe some of them are a mixture of both here and there but if you say that there are rules to be an entrepreneur i would just say that you know make sure that you're always ready to adapt because when you adapt that is when you become a really good entrepreneur and you know you can also become very successful in whatever you do and you should never you know be attached to whatever idea you have because it, you might like it but when you're selling it out there people uh, might not understand they're not you know they're not like you number one and uh, they might have a better opinion or you know um a better feature that they would like to add to your product and you know you should really listen to them and you get successful in that way so that's another great rule to keep in mind and the third one is you know to always to always uh you must know, stay positive and like to never give up in this game because like you know these are uh these scale ups or whatever we're talking about right now they they really take a lot of time to mature and they take a lot of time to take off so 
to be an entrepreneur, you have to be very patient with your uh, management, with your whatever decisions you make as well. So I would, I'm, whatever answer I gave you right now, I, uh, I did not give it by the book. So these are, you know, based off complete personal experience and uh, of like, you know, of myself and people that I've met. And, um, you know, I, I believe, you know, the entrepreneurs can follow these three rules or like, I don't like to call them rules, but, you know, if they could keep this in mind, then they would actually be very successful. And, you know, if you're really good with your basics in anything, um, you will be good with whatever you do. Yeah, I firmly agree on that. It's all about patience and adaptability. Right. right. So, uh, Tarun, following on this question, I want to ask you that, um, to be, uh, you know, if I want to become an entrepreneur, so what are the courses that kind of I should follow? Or is there some kind of, a, you know, some books that I should, no, I'm not asking for the book names, but, you know, anything that I should particularly follow to become an entrepreneur? All right. Uh... Well, you don't have to go to business school to become an entrepreneur, number one. You don't have to go to the top five or top ten uh, business schools around the world or, you know, in our country as well. Another great misconception, you know, like if you go to a certain place or if you do a certain thing, you will become a great, you know, person. Because, like, we all tend to change, right? Uh, if, you look at, um, if you look at Steve Jobs, did he go to business school or was he set out to be an entrepreneur? It, it really comes down to your mind and, you know, what ideas you have. And if you can really follow that and, you know, be disciplined with that and understand how your competitors are working and how your product will stand out and, you know, how you can benefit the society and benefit uh, the whole industry, then you, are, you, you will become a great entrepreneur. You do not have to read uh, whatever autobiographies, although it, it might be good to get, you know, some experiences and to gain knowledge. Yeah, it might be helpful, but that will not make you that will not make you a successful entrepreneur. And no course out there, it might you know get you ready. It might you know help you know the basics of business and you know like the basics of how to brand and how to promote, how to do your finances and all that. But it still it always comes down to you. Like you know, there are a lot of doctors out there who are great entrepreneurs. If you look at you know these scale ups coming out you have a lot of amazing European doctors who come up with great product and they're actually very successful. And, uh, you know, that's another great yeah, example that we can do. I know a few of them instead. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Right. So you're saying basically anybody who has developed the skills through his life, you know, and wishes right. to become an entrepreneur can take the, you know, mm -hmm. risk or the chance of trying out one business. Yes, exactly. Okay, so okay. taking it forward, so what tips you would like to give in general in order to survive in this competitive world? Mm -hmm. uh, well, coming back to the rules that, you know, my rules that I mentioned uh, is that, uh, you know, just do not love your product. You know, don't always stick to what you, you might come up with, you know, X product and uh, that X product is set out to do this. But then when you sit down with your advisors or, you know, when you, uh, pro when you start, you know, testing it with your prototypes and beta programs, you will always get feedback and be very, very acceptive of that constructive criticism. It's not total criticism. It's not a complete critique, but because this really helps you build your product and, uh, you know, don't always stick to that always same thing. You always have to adapt and, you know, adapting is like, one of the major, you know, it's a golden rule of entrepreneurship if you want to succeed here. So you should always adapt and, you know, get as creative as you can. And again, when we talk about creativity here, uh, sometimes, you know, people, they, they, they get lost. And, you know, it happened with me as well. Like you might, you start thinking like, I have to come up with a product out, outside of this world. I have to do this, I have to do that. Oh, you know, they're already doing this. But if you're good with your basics again, and you, you know, you keep it simple, that, that, that works as well. Because like, you know, a lot of artists, they don't, some of them, you know, come up with something which is completely new. And some of them, they take inspiration of someone else and they master that art and they give their product and, you know, they're on the same level. So, you know, this is an art as well. Like, you know, you might look at it as a business, but it's an art. So, you know, if you can do that, then you would be a good entrepreneur. And number two is to always have self-belief and, you know, to get that type of motivation. This might, you know, very well turned out to be one of those YouTube videos where, you know, I don't want it to be that because like, like, you have to be an entrepreneur, you have to, you know, have a certain amount of sleep and, you know, you, you shouldn't go out partying, you shouldn't do all, you shouldn't do all that, but that is completely up to you. It's completely up to you. As long as you know how to network, as long as you know how to manage your time, and as long as you believe in yourself and in your product, then it is a great way to 
you know market to promote to finance and everything but self belief comes it comes down to self belief as well so you could have a lot of people not believing in your product but you know they might not know how great it is or you know they might not know the benefit of it but once you start you know with your with your self belief which comes from within once you start promoting it and once you start explaining it it can really change your market as well and that happened to that you have a lot of cases out there like that so you know if you can you know always always look up on do that uh, on you know type of examples like this and you know take inspiration from that that's great and i think the last thing i would like to say is to always do your research and by research i don't mean only competitors but of your own product and uh, you, the whole industry as a whole like if i want to you know come up with a new beverage yes yes if i want to come up with a new beverage right now like if i want to come up with the next coca cola which is pretty hard to do right now given the uh, experience and you know the market stand that they have and advantage that they have i would really have to sit down and think about it but you know there's always chance for it to happen so like even if your odds are down to like you know 100 to 1 you still have that one right so go ahead and try it because that's what uh, entrepreneurship is completely about and uh, you have Taking to stay true financial risk right yes yes yeah even what i have noticed is if your product have value people will love to buy it even on credit irrespectively yes it's all about value yeah yeah okay so that's what i had to ask about entrepreneur um i've also come across this one word called creative destruction and mm-hmm. i'm not so aware about it so can you tell me what exactly is creative um destruction and how does it ma- is it beneficial to our indian economy or what? Mm-hmm. I actually really love the concept of creative destruction because like it's all about creativity and it's all about innovation. So creative destruction, you know, in my words is uh when you take a product or service which is completely new to the market and you know it's it's a totally new innovation and uh I'll explain it with a new with an example like you know if you go back to uh 1920s or you know whenever the first car came out uh with Henry Ford uh that was called creative destruction and you know if you fast forward back to 2007 when Steve Jobs came with the first touchscreen smartphone with called iPhone that is called creative destruction you know you have a and it happens in different fields as well like you know in, in music a few people come up with a certain new type of tune or you know a certain type of uh style that is also very well a type of creative destruction as well so creative destruction is there in all fields and it is also very important because if you continue to you know go on with a routine type of product and routine kind of thing you might you know probably address that problem or need to that certain amount of time but as you know as years pass by as you as human beings evolve because we evolve every day we get smarter every day right we we are educating ourselves so we would obviously need to get our product and our services along that same level as well so creative destruction is very important and when you talk to the indian economy we very well need you know products which might uh, be addressing the huge population that we have and you know we need services that will be addressing the major age gap or you know like uh, the gender difference that we have throughout the country as well so creative destruction would very well help the uh, country grow and i just see a question in the chat right now from charmika so creative destruction is some sort of revolution yes you could say that like you know we saw the automobile revolution with henry ford and we saw the smartphone revolution with uh, steve jobs with an iphone so yes you can call it a revolution as well so but um when we talk about um revolution um mm-hmm. there are machines that uh, take place and the manpower or the people get yeah. uh, they lose their jobs so what mm-hmm. do you have to have the take on this like isn't creative destruction even harmful so are you uh, giving reference to ai here is that, oh you're talking about you're talking about machines right basically machines right yeah machines overall yeah i i i've i've understood now so yeah you know again uh not everything is good uh everything will obviously have a downside to it and machines were obviously bought or you know created uh to make a uh, man work uh, much more quicker in a more efficient way and to you know um increase uh, their product and you know reduce time and you know so they could basically match their uh, demand and you know get that supply but as you know time as you know uh time passed by a lot of people lost jobs because you know they were replaced by these machines like you know if you take in those assembling units of you know different industries 
it was usually done by man you know by different people but then the machine started doing it by itself so it would want 20 people were were you know completely put aside and one machine and just one person to you know take care of that machine or you know service that machine so um yeah it might be a problem but again it all it always comes down to the benefit of humanity and you really have to you know um uh, how how can i say it? you really have to uh propel it towards your economy and to be the production increases so anyways yeah. it's going to help the economy yeah. right i got yeah. got your point yes yeah all right so my next question to you is so why do people choose to become an entrepreneur at the very first place uh, <laughs> i will, so I, i will you know start off with why i became or why i'm aspiring to become a social entrepreneur right yeah, now uh, yeah so you know sometimes people just get tired of playing by the rules and uh okay. a lot of people expect you to play by the book as well like you know they put it out and it really limits creativity as well like you know if you look at a lot of corporations they expect you to follow a standard protocol or something and they expect something and that really is a block and you know that's a threat to creativity so they want to escape that and they want to promote creativity so that's why you get a lot of entrepreneurs and that's why entrepreneurship has always been on the trend you know for decades from now uh, if you if you look into history and another thing is you know just to have the feeling of or you know rather have the satisfaction of that you know it's something which is self made and you know you're living on your own terms and you know again all those uh whatsapp good morning messages or whatever however they send it across to you it really comes down to that also as well because like you know if you can really do what makes you happy and on your own terms uh i don't understand why you would not want to do that so that is why you have a lot of entrepreneurs and you know that is why it is a, a lot of people you know tend to get that experience and you know they come back down you know they uh, they plan it out they go to the uh, board you know they put out a business plan and then you know they start executing so you know it's very uh, important and it's very crucial to do this and uh, it also promotes happiness uh, which is also very important interesting okay. um, so um uh, if one is becoming an entrepreneur they face a lot of uncertainties and risk so how to deal with that that's one major thing i find is a problem right so uh, you know if you look at any business model like you have to uh, you always as as a ceo or you know as top management and you know or you know just as a normal person you always try to de risk your business model and you know risk always comes with any business and you know like the age old saying in business or you know if you go to any business school or study business studies is that uh, higher the risk higher the reward so sometimes when you really take that gamble and you know sometimes when you really take chances on it it pays off but then again there are equal chances of you going to a loss or you know completely shutting down your business so and there there are uh, you know effective ways of de-risking your business model and you know de-risking your plan and uh, some ways to do that is again is to adapt and you know uh if you can have a market uh, advantage over um your particular product like if i go back to uh henry ford uh, and you know when he started his automobile production so he had the complete market advantage over there and right the risk was people not understanding it or you know not understanding his product and you know people uh not willing to pay that much amount of money to get that product because a few of them were still like you know a horse is much cheaper so i would want to get a horse and then some of them did not understand or you know uh, know how to drive a car so these were the risks you know some of the risks that he had when he was selling his product but as an entrepreneur you really have to market that very well you have to brand it very well showing the benefits of your product so if you can do that in a very well way if you can do it in a very subtle way and a very catchy way that's when marketing really comes into uh, that's where marketing plays a great role if you can do that in an amazing way then you know you are de-risking your business model by a bit and you know you're uh trying you're helping your uh, your startup your scale up or your company get uh some more profits and another way to really de-risk your uh, business model is to always understand and know what your customer wants right like if i can come up with you know just a plain black t-shirt right now and you know a few people might like that but the current trend is to i can be producing that same black t-shirt throughout the lines but if i look at you know designer lines right now you really have a shift towards the oversized uh, trend right now so if i continue to you know stay on to that uh fitted t-shirt or you know that regular uh you know regular fit kind of t-shirt i might lose sales and you know my competitor who's making these uh 
trendy t-shirts or something which what the customer wants they're winning and you know they are getting all my customers over there so he did this model over there and you know over here you know i'm losing most of my customers and you you know to give a great example of this is uh, i would like to you know give victoria secret so what they did was they always confined to one type of woman you know they always promoted the very beautiful or you know the very curvy and like perfect uh, perfect measurements of any type of woman and they were what over time what did they do they were completely ignoring or you know like not acknowledging the fact that uh you know it might be body shaming to some extent or something you know, we can talk about that later but you know like they were completely putting aside the plus size uh the whole plus size market yeah. and that way victoria secret really lost a huge share of their market and you know what are advantages that they had before they were you know all uh, all the other designers that were making um or that was catering to their needs they lost that market and slowly and you know they were coming with all this always the same mainstream type of uh, you know clothing and it was these other designers that really you know appealed to the customers and you know that uh, worked on understanding the trends and understanding what the customer wants so if you can do that that would very well de-risk your whole business model and it is also very important to do that this even matches your point that you said about updating yourself updating yeah. your own business that yeah. So yeah. uh, Victoria Secret recently even introduced plus size models to yes. uh, their whole company. That was a really big thing. Everybody were proud of them. So yeah, yeah. that obviously I mean, gets yeah. your gives uh, gets a positive impact on your brand value. Yeah, uh, you know, there are so many brands coming up with this. Yeah, this is brand yeah. called Skims. So yeah, they also promoting inclusivity. So yeah, my so next question: We all know. So it would have been nice. I, I just wanted to say that you know it would have been nice if they if they did this like you know 10 years back because they would have had yeah, a better right. market share but uh yes you know sooner is better than late right? yeah 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 so we all know this uh, the concept of side hustle is booming right now and i also yeah. hope that you can resonate with it as well so how can we turn side hustle into a business into a actual tangible business mm-hmm. so if you again you know look into the stories or you know the ideas behind side hustle is that you have your day job and then you come back home or on your free time you're working on something which you're very passionate about and right. sometimes that turns into a way of you know getting some type of income and then when you really master that art you uh, you would prefer to make your side hustle your major uh, source of income and you know really quit this day job yeah. and that makes sense because you know, you're happy and you, you're really passionate about working for that so a lot of people we've seen this grow especially a lot in the past 5 years past 6 years i mean because like you see a lot of people that you know work for those big corporations they come back and you know they start setting up their own small and medium enterprises and they, they were very successful with it because you know they knew they understood the market very well and they also um, understood what the customer wanted so that is why side hustles are you know one of the biggest uh, it's it's they're very slept on and why uh, the reason why i say that they're slept on is because not a lot of people believe in them because they always look at it as a part time job or you know a part time kind of thing but it's this same part time thing which you know over the years will convert to a full time type of um organization and really benefit uh, the whole industry and an example for this is um you have a youtube ch- youtube channel called teaching men's fashion and the guy that runs it his name is jose zuniga so he's based out in the us uh, he's a latino he's based out in the us he's about like 25 26 very, very young guy very young yeah. guy and yeah, yeah. He's, he's a millionaire i i think he's a millionaire he his net worth is probably somewhere about like 5 or 6 million dollars right now yeah. and he has he has uh, a couple of companies uh, you know under his whole uh, brand called estuniga he has essentials he has jade black and he has santa lucia and he's coming up with uh, you know he owns a, a portion of this uh, company called manscaped as well so what he did was you know when he graduated from high school like you know what majority of he the crowd very young. yeah yeah no yeah he started very young but you know he was working a day job you know i think he was working for finance or something i'm not very sure about that but he was working for you know a corporation and doing that and then simultaneously he started his own youtube channel where he talked about men's style and you know men's lifestyle basically on you know how you can improve your style how you know how um, how you can groom yourself and uh he's also started in a personal way of like a bit of motivating uh, people to go to the gym and you know to invest better and to do all that so he started doing all this i would say around like 2016 i think it was around then and that was a side hustle back then and now that is his full time job and you know he converted that full time job to something which is a huge global uh, globally renowned product 
or you know a globally renowned brand and it's growing every day so that is a great example of doing that and uh if you look at his videos or like uh you know i i've seen a couple of his videos and i've seen i've seen the one which uh, where he talks about how he converted his side hustle to a business so what he said was that he had a lot of dedication and he basically lost interest in the day job and you know he saw a lot of potential in this so that is how he became an entrepreneur into the field of entrepreneurship by taking a huge risk which paid off you know he uh he rented out a studio when he, you know he didn't really have a lot of money and he was living paycheck to paycheck to paycheck he went into debt for some time and you know he was paying off all that paying the rent for his apartment for the studio and you know always buying those new clothes and uh trying to do that and then slowly slowly he started essentials which um uh he claims that is the world's best t-shirt and i think it is because the way it's cut and the way it's always trending throughout uh every fashion season or you know every uh catalog that i see is um it's always appealing to the customer and it's it's very minimalistic again he didn't come out with some completely new type of design or you know some new type of cut or so i mean he the cut changes every season but you know he didn't do that it's very simple you know the plain uh solid t-shirts just with a very neutral color tone and uh with essential products as well like what are essentials in your wardrobe a t-shirt some shorts some joggers and all that so he played by those basics he understood that very well and there he converted his side hustle to a main source of income and you know now uh he's growing out very well and you know we can very well see him probably in the next 10 years as maybe even reaching billionaire status yeah also i read this tweet uh, recently i read this tweet for most students uh, side hustle is the college not the uh, side hustle they are doing because you find every other college student you know working towards his or uh, her own own business entrepreneur freelancing you know things like that so yeah class yeah, you know most of them have started so much of side hustle like they have their small small um yeah you know, small, uh, small businesses that they started yeah. and you go through reels and it's all about a starting yeah. a small business so the final college of side hustle thing there yeah yeah that's very true and uh you know speaking uh, you know as you're uh, speaking on this it's that um you know coronavirus really promoted this but coming back to the point on you know starting uh you know doing your own thing in college is it's very important it's also the best time to do it because like you don't really yeah. have a lot of responsibilities to fill nor do you you're just very free when you in college right? yeah so yeah. the sooner you start it's yeah the sooner you start is better but again that does not mean you should rush into it you have to really understand yeah. the market you have to understand your audience you have to understand your product most importantly so yeah but then again it's very cool and it's very important to start uh, from college as well because that really gives you a market advantage and you know it also gives you a lot of uh, connections and it helps you build yourself yeah example you you also doing that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you know uh i i um, i'm really optimistic about it and you know i just i just have to say you know wait what watch this grow for the next 10 years yeah so i have a question in the chat uh yeah. let me just answer this real quick it's from tejas he says that what according to you is a good way to promote showcase entrepreneur uh, entrepreneurial mindset so um the way uh, from what i understood from that question is like how do you promote this type of mindset or like you know how do we promote this whole idea of entrepreneurship yeah so right now what i see is that you you have a lot of podcasts and that is a great way to promote because mm-hmm. like you know if you look in the 90s and early 2000s the way to market or brand was through big billboards and you know print media and yeah. all that and then slowly when facebook and twitter came into play it, became, it was all about digital marketing and now uh, you know since podcasts have become so famous and trending uh, i i would say probably for the past 3 uh, years or so it really shifted to podcasts and you know a lot of people yeah. have a lot you have different type of podcasts you have you know podcasts about self awareness about you know self care about entrepreneurship about you know motivation and all that so yeah. it's very uh, it's a great way if you want to you know know more about this entrepreneurial mindset podcasts are a great way to not only share it but to learn about it as well and it helped me as well you know there's a few there are a few podcasts out there that really helped me apart from that you know you always have the age old and you know the basics which are books and you know books really help you yeah. the more you uh, read the more you learn so i yeah, have this one question um there are the entrepreneurs um what are the reasons that they fail so early the startups the small entrepreneurs you know they start and they really fail at the early stage they do not reach to the point or the goal that they want yeah so um you know with this is that uh, a few basic uh, or you know a lot of common uh, obstacles that uh, entrepreneurs have in the starting stages uh, number one people don't understand their product 
or you know they don't believe in them they don't believe in the entrepreneur or the product or whatever organization that they come up with number 2 is funding uh, i will come to funding after I, you know put out a few more obstacles and uh, number 3 is that they just don't they have a lot of uh, difficulties in finding the right team and you know when you have difficulties in finding the right team you might be very well to like you know promote or uh, propel your product and organization to a certain height but sometimes this team might get you down so it's very important to do your hiring in a very well way and you have to really understand who you're working with and they have to know that you're uh, you know they're working towards a certain object and um it would be very it would be super successful if they have the same commitment as you like you know if you have a certain when you start your product or when you start your business you have a certain amount of passion you have a certain amount of commitment to that so if they're if they're matching that same level of commitment with you then that is a great sign and it's very healthy for this uh you know startup to really scale up and you know to go places number 2 uh, with funding so with funding is you know a lot of people really go out to vc vc funding or you have angel investments you have a lot of different type of uh, funding that goes on you know you might even start a partnership because that also helps with you know splitting your finances and you can also get a few secret partners in and all that but um one thing that a lot of people really do is when they start with funding and i'm not only talking about social uh, enterprises i'm talking about like actual enterprises like you know uh, the big business startup the innovative startups and you know all the other uh, type of startups that we have out there is that they put so much of um consideration and they give so much of importance to crowdfunding and they forget about crowdsourcing so crowdsourcing is actually very important and it's very essential uh it's something that i'm doing right now uh not only for you know as i mentioned it's not only for the social uh, enterprise but do it for your regular enterprise as well so what crowdsourcing basically does is that you go out to different people and you reach out to different organizations or influencers or whatever you can reach out to the whole public as well and you are building your goodwill you are building your reputation you are branding over there as well and from that crowdsourcing you are getting resources you're getting advice you're getting material to build your uh, idea to build your organization to empower you and your team members and your team as well so that is what crowdsourcing does crowdfunding only talks about you know giving you that advantage in terms of money and you know maybe having some type of backing in terms of that brand name and everything but one thing that people don't understand with crowdsourcing is that that same audience that you went out to crowdsource to that the same audience that you reach out to and they accepted you and you know they help you um they can very well be a great source of getting funding from you as well because they have seen you from day one they have seen you grow so and that means they believe in you right so you can always go back to them after a certain amount of time and you know you can be like hey you know let's start with funding i want to go public with my uh, product i want to go public with my uh, organization or you know you can say that these are our results this is this is our promising we've been the risk is you know at certain amount and you know it's time it's it's time that you know we start getting funding so that's a very smart way and you know that's a very important way uh, which i feel a lot of people forget about or you know they miss out on uh, is crowdsourcing so yeah if we could crowdsource on, uh, and then start with crowdfunding or you could you could obviously have funding from the start as well but don't forget to crowdsource as well because that also helps with branding and marketing awesome yeah so my next uh, question is to you is uh, how to promote yourself as an entrepreneur like considering instagram how you how you will promote your ideas you know your objectives all right uh, so you know i'm going to answer this from my perspective uh, i'm just a person who likes to always stay by myself and uh, i i always tell myself that you know it's very bad if you're a prisoner to public opinion you know like you can think about something you might like something and if you stick to your opinion if it's very true you're going to stick to that and that is what you see on project ifill and you know in the days to come you will see our page we have a certain way of branding and marketing we don't we don't want to you know like if there's a certain amount of trend we're not going to follow that we're not going to do that unless it sits with us and you know we we relate to it so i think that's very important for everyone and especially in the current social media generation what we have with like you know where you can blow up we can, you can get famous like you know with one tweet or like you know with like one story or whatever yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all that um that that's actually very uh, it's very cool that we can do that but it's also very disruptive yeah. at the same time so yeah. what i would say to promote myself is you know i'm just being myself every day that's how i promote myself like every single day when i meet uh, a new person that you know or you know when i talk with my advisors for my project or uh, if i talk with my teammates and what i tell them or you know what uh, i always show case of myself over there is that i'm always myself over there and you know that's a great way to promote yourself right like if you can tell that i have this product which is very true to me and which is very original and it means a lot to me 
And when you look at me as a person, apart from the organization, I also represent my brand values. I represent, I, I am that product basically, because, you know, I am not giving into whatever people are saying. I'm still following it and I'm adapting to, you know, I'm adapting every day and I'm becoming better every day. So that is one way I would really hope or, you know, not hope, but, you know, I would suggest a lot of uh, entrepreneurs out there or whatever business you want to start, uh, be yourself. And that, that would go a long way. It would really help you in the long run. Okay. So can access to the entrepreneurship be uh, made equitable? Um, yeah. So when we talk about equity here is that um, you have people coming in and uh, especially when you start uh, in the early stages, you don't really have a lot of funding, right? Like you have to pay them off in some way. Or, uh, so a lot of entrepreneurs, what they do is that they give a certain amount of equity in like, you know, stake to their, uh, to that person, certain employee or a funder or whoever they, uh, whoever is coming to help them. So that is one uh, mainstream way or not mainstream, but like, that's like the general way of how you share equity in uh, entrepreneurship and that, but uh, you know, to make it more equitable, I think we really have to get more inclusive and uh, you really have to promote more uh, collaborations because um I really did my research in terms of like social organizations. So if you talk about the social entrepreneurship type of way, one great way to like propel forward is like when you accept more and you collaborate a bit more. And by collaborate, I mean like you have to get the right collaboration, right? You have to get the perfect one. Like it's great. You know, it's great if you can collaborate with everybody out there, but what's the point if they're not giving you a certain amount of benefit or uh, reward a certain collaboration is giving you. So if you can collab, if you can, you know, really find if you can get more collab if you can get more collaborative and get more meaningful collaborations it would very well make it more equitable and it would also make it more successful good yeah so speaking of which uh, we all know that uh, we all have heard this phrase your network is your network so what is your take on that why okay so do you really think that networking can do wonders yes and you know again from personal experience my uh, part of my project is at the place that it is right now because of networking and, uh, you know, my advisors are throughout, they came from a net, from my networking, you know, through the efforts that I put in networking. So uh, that is very true, actually. You know, your network is your net worth. Uh, it's, it's a very cliche quote. I know that. But yeah. uh, it actually, it's actually makes sense. And uh, again, you know, it's very important that, you know, you start this at a very early stage, like, you know, college, high school, whatever it is. But as time goes on, it's going to compound. It always has that compounding effect. Like, you know, I might know a certain person right now. And then, you know, we might just be meeting on a weekly basis, monthly basis, depends on you. But as time passes by, the, the relationship really grows and the benefit just gets much better and better. So it is very important to network. And uh, that is one thing that I always try to promote. Like if you ask any of my team members as well, I always ask them to, you know, network them uh, to really network out there. And to network, one great way to network is to use LinkedIn because like you can just stay at home. Yeah. You can build a professional network. You can always venture out to like, you know, fields that you want to work in or, you know, want to get experience in. And uh, that really helps you. And, you know, I started, I was on LinkedIn, I think in December, 2019. So that was like my last uh, couple of months in high school. That was when I went on LinkedIn. I didn't know. I, I, I just went on LinkedIn because, like, I was bored. I wanted to check it out. And then, you know, we went into the lockdown. And then, like, you know, I started building my network. I started meeting people. I started, like, you know, going to these conferences, like, obviously virtual conferences, but, you know, and doing yeah. different courses. And that really helped me. And then, you know, those courses converted into internships. And, you know, after internships, after internships, now I converted all that knowledge into my own thing, my own belief, my own idea. And that really helped me. So networking played a great factor over there. And I, uh, I strongly suggest everybody to network. And, you know, the sooner you start, the better it is because the more, not only uh, knowledge will you get, but um, you can get, it really helps with your creativity as well. Because when you talk with new mindsets, you think in a different way, like your approach changes and your creativity is a muscle, right? Like, cause the more you work your muscle, the bigger, the, like the better and the stronger it yeah. gets. So that is why creativity is very, very clinical in terms of, you know, get, being successful and uh, networking comes under that. Yeah, even I'm creating content on LinkedIn and I have built valuable collections over time. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So I want to ask if our viewers have any questions to ask. So you talked about starting early, like right in high school, uh, mm -hmm. entering right in your college. So it's all about finding the gap in the market, right? Yeah. Uh, to come up with an idea so how 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 we can find a gap in the market it can be well, you know, 
by finding a gap in the market i mean that you know it could very well be a completely raw idea which like nobody has set out to do or it could also be an idea which like you know a certain product partially accept you know delivers that and you are like you know f- uh, filling that gap again over there or you could very well start off with a certain product which is there and you know come up with something which is unique like you know you can come up with some new type of sh- uh, a new pair of sneakers or you know you can very well come up with uh, so we we really talk a lot about sustainability these days and you know a lot of yeah. corporations really try to get as sustainable as they um as they can so you know one great way is that you have these uh, recyclable jeans jeans made out of uh, plastic products and you know plastic waste same thing with sneakers as well and they go for like hundreds of dollars you know they they're they're pretty expensive because like you know uh, the technology accessible for that to be made is uh, you know it's pretty hard and we get that but like you can be an entrepreneur like right now you kashish and mahek you guys can start your own corporation and you can say that hey this is what we're going to do we're going to take all the trash in in the landfills we're going to take that we understood the process on how to recycle these products and make it into a useful product and make it into a safe product and save the planet and you know this is the current pricing of these this commodity but you know here we are with our own product with this you know you can probably reduce it by $5 10 or whatever and come up with a competitive thing you might you know be getting a losses in a couple of months but as time passes by and you know you really brand and market your product really well and hire the proper team you can very well take over those current commodities and you could be the you know biggest stakeholder of that industry so that is a great way to start so like you don't have to come up with a very original or very raw idea it could very well be you know coming back to the point what i said like if you look at art like you know there are different like artists they don't always come up with something which is only which nobody has done before Th- that is there and they also look they also get inspiration of uh, something which you have which you see like you know if you look at a few paintings or you know even music as well so i really relate to that and that's a great way to go by entrepreneurship as well yeah i'm just going through the chat and you know a few people want me to start yeah, my own youtube channel yeah that's what i'm saying if we can Yeah. It's very nice that you know you guys so, did all that's cool. Are you planning to start your own YouTube channel? I don't <laughs> I mean I I see <laughs> you know <laughs> Yeah, but um yeah that, that's that's a certain uh, possibility in the future obviously we're going to do that and uh but for now to answer you know what my um current focus or vision is it's completely on project Eiffel uh we're going to uh you know we're going places and you know i just want to tease you know now that i have the opportunity to do it uh, we have our first international project coming up as well it's going to be through our, it's on the second sunday of this month it's on july 11th so um you know a lot of a lot of promise that we have for our team right here and uh, that that is very well something which i will be working completely on for the next 3 or 4 years at least best wishes to you on yeah that. good luck with that thank you it also goes without the saying that you don't choose content whereas content chooses you <laughs> yeah you know sometimes like, you know it, it just comes to you right like uh, yeah, and man. i think i think the meaning of that or like what i understand of that is like sometimes when you just sit down that idea just comes to you and you put it down and right. you start doing i think that's what it means so yeah that that happened to me and um, yeah i'm just uh, i'm happy that you know i found Uh, whatever i've done right now or you know like the way it's going it's been very smooth i have a great team i want to thank all of them and uh, you know coming up with great collaborations like this as well you know like with girl of prayer now with girl of med uh, it's great and you know uh, again uh, i'm very happy that my first uh, so the first class we had was with girl of sahar uh, that that's in bijnor and you know um, now my first live session is with girl of med and girl of prayer now and i really find it cool that you know i actually get to work uh, and you know collaborate with girl of because it's very important uh, and you know a lot of people really ask me like you know like why is it only girl of you know why are we going with why are we seeing girl of campaign after girl of campaign well the answer is pretty simple because like you know i was born as a male and you know i've it, it's unfortunate but you know like i've had certain respect and access to a few things which you know uh, a lot of women didn't have or girls didn't have access to that so as i grow it is also my responsibility to make sure that this is all on an equal platform and everything that i had will go on that equal platform as well that same everybody has equal access to that right because that's the way that's how we get sustainable and that's how we grow so uh thank you for you know choosing me and thank you for choosing us thank you for believing in us and you know thank you for helping me not only promote my uh promote my project but also help me you know uh satisfy my vision as well thank you for yeah, thank you so much for the campaign that we're doing yeah, you know, we really appreciate your thought process as well yeah, thank, you. thank you thank you 
<laughs> yeah, I see. I I see some love in the chat from you know for all three of us. <laughs> yes, I, I want to thank people who are you know commenting, saying these positive words. It's yeah, it was a great session. Thank you everybody for showing up. Seriously, I mean like. Yeah, thank you so much, everyone. Learned a lot today about entrepreneurship and creative destructions. Didn't know a lot of stuff. It was good to know. Necessary to know more. Like, yeah, the session was actually impressive and enlightening as well. Thank you. Thank you for having this. It was very refreshing as well. You know, for me to talk to a few new faces and like you know just put my ideas out there as well. So thank you, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Also, it's a very first, you know, hosting a live session like this. Me hai kya? Yes. So it's also facing our fears as well. Nah, there was there wasn't any fear, but you know, I was just trying to. I was worried about the technology side of it because, like, you know, how yeah. do I add people? How do I respond? But you know, it's pretty yeah, easy. Yeah, you know, I was like, how do you join this? And you know, where will I find yeah, it at the end moment? Yeah. Exactly. Right there. It went smooth. Um, it went great. It was amazing. It was amazing. Both of you were like amazing. You you had great questions. Uh, thank you for listening to me. And, you had you know, a lot of thank you, you for answering. Stuff to share that, and you know, yeah. you said a lot of things that made sense, and it was really good. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy. I could do that. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Uh, yeah, I, I see that you. एंड I hope you found our conversation enlightening. I hope you got to learn something new and different. As I always strive for providing value, so thank you so much. And yeah, I'll be coming back often with this podcast. So stay tuned for it. And also go ahead and check out my Instagram. You will find some endearing posts over there. Until next time, goodbye.